Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast. My name is Trisha Copeland. I'm an author and host of this show. This is season one, episode 28. So excited to be hosting Katie French today. Katie is a young adult author of dystopian sci-fi and fantasy books. I recently picked up her Shadow Lake Vampire Society, which I loved. So I am completely fangirling today. So listen in as I talk to Katie. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I am so excited you're here. I picked up your book maybe a week ago when I was on my trip, and I think it might have been on my Kindle for a long time. But I said, hey, I have three hours. I'm going to read this. And I was like immediately had to download the second one. And the book we're talking about, because I love vampires so much, is Hidden Lake Vampire Society. Did I get that right? Shadow Lake. Shadow Lake. Yeah. Shadow, Shadow Lake. Lake. Yes. And so I did a little review on BookBub and I think you liked my review. And I was yes. like, hey, I'm going to contact this chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for the review. We really appreciate reviews. They mean a lot to authors. You're welcome. So tell me what genres do you write in and all about your book? Yeah, so I write young adult and new adult um, speculative fiction. So anything werewolves, vampires, fae. Um, I have a dystopian series. I actually started up writing dystopian and action adventure romance um, and then have branched off from there because I love, you know, I love reading all that. I love Harry Potter. I love Twilight, I, all the big hits. Um, I'm reading Akatar of the Court of Thorns and Roses right now. Um, so I love all that. And so I've wanted to be a writer since I was, you know, probably in elementary, middle school for sure. And um, those were always the books that I enjoyed reading. So it makes sense that, you know, those are the books that I'm um, really excited to write in. So um, just any anything in the genre that, uh, becomes, you know, interesting to people. I like to kind of dive into and um, create something that people can enjoy, so. Very cool. How do you get your ideas to start? Um, they kind of come all over. The The first book that I wrote and published, um, the idea came to me from a song. Uh, it's that Rihanna song, I uh, want you to make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. And I heard that and I thought, you know, she's really acting like this would be a good thing, but I think it would be terrible. It would be the worst if you're the only girl in the world. So that's where the, the idea came from for the Peters, um, which is basically that girls are dying off. There's not, there, there's very few females in the world. And the protagonist is a female that has to basically hide from a, a you know defunct government agency that's trying to create the human race again. So um, that's where it came from. Others, you know, uh, little ideas, um, or we just say, you know what, um, vampires, people love vampires. How can we do vampires in a way that's familiar, but still, you know, can be different enough that will be interesting and exciting to people. So um, yeah, different ideas come different ways. That's basically. Yeah, that's definitely a different off take on her on the Rihanna song. <laughs> like, I don't know that I would have jumped there, but yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I I read a ton. I've always read a ton of dystopian, and so my brain just kind of works that way. I guess. <laughs> yeah, the first time I got introduced to dystopian was reading to my daughter Hunger Games, and mm -hmm. then wow, what was the other series? The one with four in it. 
um, yeah, I'm blanking, but. Oh, yeah, uh, the Percy, no, not Percy Jackson. Um, yeah. yeah, anyway, anyway, there's a bunch of them out there. Yeah. Oh, oh, Divergent is what you're Divergent, talking. yes. Yeah, yep, Divergent. Which the movies went a little downhill, but we'll forgive them. Yes, we're yes. Good. Yeah, those, I, I always enjoy all those books. So what is one of your favorite characters from your books? Um, so I, you know, that breeder series, that series means a ton to me because it was really my first series and I poured a lot of myself into that. Um, so the main character there, her name is Riley and she, um, she's just fierce in ways that I'm not, um, says things that I probably would love to say, but never would as a really nice Midwestern uh, person and uh, mom and teacher, you don't just get to say whatever you wanna say. So a lot of my characters are snarky and um, a little mouthy. And I think that's probably just the inner me wanting to. <laughs> those, those little nuggets that you wish you could say to people but you just can't. Um, I also really love, um, I have a series uh, called the Supernatural uh, Academy and Freshman Witch is the first book. And that character, Charlie, um, she's really great too. And she's got a good sense of humor, but she's got a great heart and she's tough. She's been through a lot, but she, um, you know, really cares about her friends and doing the right thing. And so I really like her as well. Very fun. Yes, I definitely noticed that um, Piper in Shadow Lake is, is definitely uh, spirited, I would say. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I love uh, spunky women in books and, um, you know, they, that they will not, you know, they'll do the right thing, but they're not going to take crap from people. So I always seem to end up with characters that um, act that way. And books I like to read, I think, have characters that are, um, will stand up for themselves and things like that. So. so I caught on a little bit. You said you're a teacher. I am. I am a teacher. I'm a part-time teacher. Um, so I work in a high school. I've been uh, teaching English for almost 20 years um, at this, the high school that I work at. So it's really fun to um, share my um, writing with, with students. Um, I don't try to push it on them, you know, syllabus, French's books. I don't do that. <laughs> but um, but uh, I'll have kids read books that I've written. And um, that's really, really fun. And it's also fun to talk to students who might want to be authors. And I can kind of tell them a little bit about my journey and my path and you know give them a little bit of advice um not a ton because everybody's journey is different but um that's always uh it's just and i love teenagers even how you know crazy and squirrely they are i just really like being around them so that's awesome that seems like it would definitely give you a leg up in the author journey i had no background in english or grammar or writing whatsoever so my editor at the beginning was like oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah the only problem is people expect you can spell every single word in the english language and so if you get one wrong they're like aren't you an english teacher and i'm like i have to know every single word like if i misspell one word it's like you're English card is taken away <laughs> so the pressure's on when you're an English teacher I can imagine yes you need a photographic memory for that I guess yeah it's taken me like 30 years to know how to spell restaurant so you know 
Yeah, there are certain ones for me where I'm like, I should know how to spell this word. And, you know, I just, oh, it's a mess. So what else inspired you to actually publish? I, you said you lo always loved writing, but what inspired yes. you? So I, um, I tried to go the traditional route at first. So I did a bunch of querying um, and I did have an agent at one point. Um, and it was right around when they were picking up Divergent and all those books. And I had the agent for the breeders. And basically she said, um, they are thinking that dystopian is full right now. So no matter, you know, how good my book was or how, what a good story I told didn't matter because the publishing houses were like, nope, we're full. Even though people were reading dystopian like crazy, you know, and at that point I also started reading, um, some newsletters from the publishers that were just kind of becoming a thing. And, um, I've always been kind of a, a person who doesn't like to be told no and so at that point I was like I'm gonna do it myself nobody can tell me that I can't do it um so I started my self-publishing journey um uh I want to say I don't know I started working on stuff I believe it was around 2012 so um and it has been a very interesting journey <laughs> a lot of highs and lows a lot of a huge learning curve um, but yeah, I just wanted to get my work out there. I wanted people to be able to read it. I want to see my work in print. And I guess I just wasn't patient enough to wait around for a publisher or whatever the, the, the tides would bring in what genre I wanted to be able to just do it myself. So that's, that's why I decided to self-publish. Very cool. Well, I, for one, am grateful because I love your vampire story. I'm on oh, book two you. now, so don't give me any spoilers, but I'm worried about her mom. I have to tell you, I'm worried about her mom. I'm worried that she's dating one of the evil vampires, so uh, don't tell me if she is because it okay. seems like everybody else in her life is going down, so yes. I'm, I'm really concerned about her mom. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I'm so glad you're enjoying that series. That was, that was a really fun series to write. Okay, so we talked about the Breeder Seed series, which is the dystopian series. And tell me a little bit about, I'm holding up your books now, Monster Island. Yeah, so Monster Island is a standalone. It is a um, thriller, a young adult thriller. It's told in, in a um, series of, I, when I released it, I had basically episodes that would end on a hook, kind of like a TV series. Um, and now they're all put together in one story. Um, so yeah, mystery island, there's monsters, it's creepy, there's some, you know, other elements that have kind of gone on. It is a standalone, so, um, you know, it, it isn't hooked up with any series, so it's not like it's a big seller, but I do still really like it. I, I just love the, you know, I always loved the TV show Lost, and it's kind of stuff like that, where there's just weird things going on, and, you know, I love the mystery elements in, in that, so that's Very Monster cool. Island. And The Night Road. So The Night Road is a spinoff of the Breeder series. So the Breeder series is uh, six books and a set of um, short stories. And then The Night Road series, uh, that is a spinoff of that. So if you get through the Breeders, that one, it, it comes after that. Okay. And I'm going to skip some because I want to ask you about your co-authors as well. because right, for sure. Super fun. And you talked about Supernatural Academy, right? Which is yes. begins with Freshman Witch. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Is that a complete series as well? That is complete. Yep. There are five books. Um, The senior year is divided into two books. Um, So yeah, that series is complete. Yep. And that really has been our biggest bestseller. We, uh, that book sold really, really, really well and still continues to sell well and people seem to really like it. So I'm always happy because I love that. I love writing that that series. It was so fun. Yeah. I love the premise of it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And I'm really interested in Outcast Bay too. Because yeah, I, so, I have a fairy story as well. So I'd love to. Yeah, awesome. So Outcast Bay is a little bit of a spinoff off of the um, Supernatural Academy. So the character, the main character in Outcast Bay made an appearance in the Supernatural Academy. So when people get through Supernatural Academy, you always direct them to that series as well. Um, that one is a little bit more... Um, so it's not set in an academy. It's it's actually set on an island and a little bit more. Um, there's some survivor-ish challenges and things like that. Um, and a, a little bit of werewolf shifter romance, not to give too much away, but um, that makes it uh, an appearance in there. So Very cool. Yeah. And the last one that you have on your image here is Slayer Witch. Yeah, so Slayer Witch is um, a series that is urban fantasy, and um, again, snarky, kick-butt female. She's a little bit more damaged than some of the other ones that I have written, um, but I love her uh, all the same, Um, and it is uh, so in Detroit, but uh, there's a world of witches and uh, magic and... um, you know, the main character has a secret and then there's a slow burn uh enemies to lovers romance in that one as well mm, very cool yeah and then, too. so shadow lake vampire society is all, you co-wrote that correct yeah how does that work and do you love it or is yeah, it hard so or it is so i've i've co-written um with wendy wilson who is an amazing author check her out she's got some great ya um stuff um so that book was written with her um i also have co-written with ingrid seymour the um supernatural um academy and outcast bay and the dragon's creed series are all with her so i've done more with ingrid than i have with wendy but both experiences were wonderful um i i found that i really did well working with a partner i think working alone can be um, challenging because you don't get any automatic feedback. You know, you're sitting alone with a novel for a very long period of time. You're waiting until it's done a lot of times to talk to an editor. And I would find I'd get real stuck in the middle and not know if it was any good. And a lot of that self-doubt and negative talk would kind of crop in there. So when I worked with a co-author, we would swap chapters back and forth. And I know other people do it different ways, but that was how we did it and you get that automatic feedback somebody saying yes that's great or oh can we do this or you know and and it almost felt like uh, those games you'd play where you would write little stories to each other you know or you'd pass the paper around that was an English teacher trick you know write one line and then pass it to your neighbor and they'll write a line and it felt really really almost like a game like I was playing and um, I think some really great stuff came out of that and I didn't find myself getting bogged down. I didn't find myself, you know, doubting um, because I always had that partner to say, do you think this works? Or um, 
I don't know about this character and, and we could brainstorm, you know, so, um, and then you had a partner also to market and to um, promote and to, you know, plan and all these things. So I really loved it. Um, I know it can backfire and it is a risk because, you know, if you're almost like a marriage, you know, you're trusting that person, you're trying to uh, work things out. If there's issues, you're sharing money, um, you know, so it is, it can be a challenge, but both experiences have been, been absolutely wonderful. So I'm so grateful. And I love both those ladies very much. We're still in contact uh, all the time. So that sounds really cool. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you could have more creative juices flowing there because mm -hmm. I get the same way. Like I get stuck and I'm like, I don't know where to go with this. I don't know if it's good. And fortunately, um, the woman who used to be my editor now lives like a, a mile away from me. So we go walking all the time and we get to talk like characters yeah. and we trade back and forth. And so that keeps me going. Or if I, you know, I'll talk to another author or I'll talk to you know, somebody who's read a lot of my books that I trust that would say, hey, no, that's stupid. Or, you know? yeah. yeah, it helps so much just to have a partner in some way, somebody that you can talk to and bounce up ideas off of and things. So yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. And yeah. I love that you said you get some feedback from your students as well. Sometimes, yeah, uh, it really depends. Um, like right now, we've just started a new semester, and you know, I nobody's picked up any books or anything, so and I'm not gonna press them to, but sometimes they will. Or, you know, I've had a couple of students like write me little notes about, oh, I like this, or when are you gonna write this, or um, you know, different things like that. So, uh, it's always it's always just fun to get little notes or just to know that they're reading it, it's, it's always fun. Right. Do you have a book club in your high school? I think we have like a poetry club and I think we have like an author club. Um, but I don't know if there's just like a reading club. That's interesting. It would be um, that would be very cool. Um, and I know that, you know, a lot of the teachers give time for like silent sustained reading and things like that. So I do keep a couple of my books around the room for that time period uh, that sometimes they'll that they'll pick I don't know if they're just trying to like give me an A I'm reading your book you know kind of thing. <laughs> or, <laughs> in there. <laughs> look Miss Reg I'm reading your book now you know be nice to me give me a good grades whatever yeah right yeah the, our local high school actually at one point it was the largest book club in the world and I've talked wow. to them two different times given presentations about books and they are awesome they had it have it at lunch they meet at lunch like once a month and because they're two different lunches, um, but they have like 50 people in their book club at the high school. It's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. So much fun. So much fun. That's great. Yeah. That would be a really cool thing to get going uh, at our high school. Yeah. And they had just, and a lot of them are, want, are writers too and writing fan fiction as well. So that's mm -hmm. interesting. Thing that you guys have an author club that's very cool yeah yeah I think there's a I know last year they had it where it was just writers wanting to to get more and getting feedback on things and yeah so I know that that does uh I think that's still going this year yeah I have done an author sit-in or writing sit-in have you done those before I have not no I've done a couple of presentations in schools or just gone in and talked to classrooms and things but no I have not um done that before yeah, so our local chapter of NaNoWriMo does, like, not last year, obviously, because of COVID, but before that, they would, during November, they would organize times at the library where you could just go in and 
into a room and all write together. But it was an interesting experience because everybody was just like really not talking to each other at all, just doing their own writing. So yeah, just the space to write together and to even just that to hold yourself accountable when you show up and then right. you know, this is my writing time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Very cool. This is my favorite question to ask authors. What do you want readers to get from your books? What do you want them to feel? What do you want them to experience? Yeah, I've always been a big reader and oh man, there's nothing like the feeling of finding a book that really speaks to you, you know, that just can like take you away into these magical places where like anything is possible. And so if I can give that gift to somebody, that's all I really want, you know, just that amazing um, feeling of like really connecting and really like uh, being spoken to by this the world and the characters and you know the world is just it's just, it's we're struggling in the in the world today and so entertainment uh, catharsis escape whatever whatever it is that you know gives people a little a little uh, relief um, than than that really I've always enjoyed um, you know fantastic stories because I do think it, it provides us a, a, a way to get away from our problems and just imagine something different so that's what I've always tried to do is just create that for other people so well definitely in my view you accomplished that I got through uh, my whole three hours of my plane ride masked with everybody else on there and I was like oh I only had to think about vampires for three hours <laughs> thank you well I'm so glad I'm so glad that you enjoyed that and thank you so much for being here, Katie. You're so welcome. I really appreciate that you're having me on and, and the opportunity to just chat with you. It was really fun. And I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I love talking to Katie today. She was so much fun. And I loved hearing all about her books. You can find her bio in the podcast description with the link to her website. She has two free novels if you sign up for her newsletter. So just head over there and find her wonderful books. Until next time, keep finding the magic.